This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. It's the Referees World podcast with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. And you may recall in the previous episode, we were talking to the referees that were down at the game uh, between Taunton Town Under-18s and Chard Under-18s. You can now listen to the game in full as it happens, full commentary on the officials as opposed to the game itself. And hopefully you'll gain some valuable experience and get some tips from Rich during his commentary, which is coming up right now on the Referees World podcast. This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. Here we go. Um, players just sort of doing a little bit of sparring, really. Okay, we've started off. It's nice and calm at the moment. Uh, throw into uh, Chard uh, down there in the sunshine. Thrown up the line. Brian nicely in position for the next phase of play. Sees a push and nice. Simple whistle, nothing heavy, just uh, moving on into the next phase. Assistant referee in line with the, with the defender who's taking the free kick. That's Jordan. Ball's gone into the penalty area and cleared for a corner. Brian just coming into the penalty area now, so everything's nice and tidy at the moment. Brian goes looking for his position on the edge of the penalty area, um, and the assistant referee on this side, Damien, He's nicely, nicely positioned before. in front of the flag. He decides to stand in front of the flag. Um, that's a personal thing, really. Behind the flag, in front of the flag. If I stood behind the flag, I wouldn't be able to see. No, there's not. I went in there. Ball is flighted into the net. Oh, ball is flighted into the into the. It's nicely volleyed in, into the goal. One 0 to Chard. Game hasn't barely started, and Chard already won up. Chard need the win to win the division. Taunton near the bottom. Uh, a little bit disappointed, I would imagine. Not come out of the traps very quick. So let's see what happens now. See if this motivates or uh, triggers anything. Because uh, things like early goals don't always work in favour of the team that has scored. Motivates other teams. If they went halfway, they could be buried in that hear other people close by. St- stood near me. Okay. I don't know yet. Strong whistle from Brian. Stand up was the instruction. The player didn't stand up, went in, slid, missed time foul challenge, and Brian strong whistle and now gives admonishment to the to the uh, child number six, who then goes and finds his next phase of play. Brian's got the ball placed, 9.15 measured, uh, or estimated, and here we go into the next phase of play. And he gives the instruction about when you're ready. Let's go. So ball is flighted into the uh, charge penalty area, cleared comfortably. Brian on his bike, big stride, another free kick. So okay, we've had free kick, three free kicks in two minutes. Um, that uh, suggests that the players are a little bit nervous, not willing to sort of concede any ground. Um, but uh, free kicks given away as they are. Okay. Taunton trying to play the ball out from defence taking the time back to the keeper Brian adjusting, going left left, left, left of the centre circle ball gets played out to the fullback he's nicely placed ok, just interesting there Brian saw the ball coming at him and turned his back and did a 360 turn took his eye off the ball there um, whilst trying to uh, avoid contact with the ball probably not, uh, not much he could do about it although I would uh, ask him to think about his starting position again 
uh, was to start too late to get into the position and then arrived and was in the way. Okay. Keeper comfortably takes that on the ground. Brian's backing off. A little bit of backward running. Keeps the keeper in, in view. Makes sure there's no challenges on him. And uh, ball kicked deep into the charred half. Brian a little bit central. A little bit too central. Um, only had some of the players in view rather than majority of the players. Um, it's all about starting positions. Goal kick conceded. Good decision. Good place, good placement. Eye contact from the assistant referee, Damien. Um, ensures that uh, harmony and synchronisation is uh, complete between assistant referee and referee. Short free kick goes out to the right side. Brian's got to work a little bit now. So puts a 50. Good, good side sprint. Not a hard sprint, but a good sprint. Gets across there, put, puts his presence in there. We'll see if we can hear Brian giving out player instructions, proactive refereeing. There he is, he's uh, reading the phase of play, not getting in the way, not taking up players' space. Ball's gone out for a throw-in on the left side now, deep into the charred half to throw into Taunton. Brian's just round about the edge of the penalty area, just a little bit back from that, which is a nice place. Ball gets cleared, so Brian in between. Plays. Sees a free kick, foul by Taunton centre-half on the centre-forward on halfway, pushing, and the assistant referee in a good position, credible position to give um, the, the, the flag in harmony with uh, the Brian's whistle. The flag was at the same time as the whistle, not after the whistle, which is important. If we want credibility, we've got to indicate with the flag, same time as the whistle. If we're not going to indicate same time as the whistle, it doesn't matter so long as one of one of the match officials have identified the uh, infringement. Damien, the assistant referee on this side, is crabbing, crabbing to keep all play in view. Now he's turned, he's relaxed and just jogs up to the last defender and the free and the corner kick, sorry, goal kick, is uh, played upfield by the taunt keeper and it's in centre field now. Going out towards the right-hand side near Jordan, the other assistant referee, a young Jordan. Um, really, really impressed with young Jordan's technical movement at the moment. He's uh, bouncing along the touchline. Um, flags in a good hand. He, he's, he's working hard. Hard sprint down to the goal line. Has taught an attack now. Um, plays on the far side from him, but he's in line with the last defender. Gives himself credibility. And uh, ball is headed out for a corner. Um, quite impressed with that little phase of play for Jordan um, he indicates corner kick keeping the flag down beside it near his side without having to raise it because the ball's obviously gone out everybody knows that no need to raise the flag to indicate ball out of play Jordan decides to stand behind the flag um, tall enough to do that and uh, let's see what happens the ball comes in from the left side right footed corner kick and it's an in-swinger, and the goalkeeper punches it over the top. Okay, interesting thing about um, in-swinging corners, out-swinging corners, because of where the, the where the ball will be delivered. Um, accordingly, the, the the referee's position might vary by about five yards from the edge of the box to you know, say inside the box, um, just to make sure that when you're uh, um, 
got the corner kick restart, make sure you can see the goalkeeper, make sure there's no infringements or anybody uh, standing on his toes and irritating and causing a nuisance and make sure of course the goalkeeper's not overreacting to it as well and uh, Brian the ball was cleared quite comfortably comes upfield now child in possession, they do look an accomplished side and um, I would, I would imagine, looking at the way Taunton have set themselves up now, they've gone to a 4-4-2 formation. And a bit good ball, unlucky. And that's, that's almost a good pass there. Now, Brian Reed in play. Or was lucky not to get caught out by the long ball. Late challenge, just a slightly late challenge. The whistle um, suits the foul. Not a harsh whistle, just a soft whistle, but nonetheless a whistle that stopped the game and everybody knew he'd stopped the game. Um, advising the players where he wants the ball placed then he's off on ready before the ball's placed he's ready going towards his next phase but gives an instruction to the players about where the restart should be ball gets flighted into the penalty area of Chard headed out, bounced out now it's not quite cleared yet comes out to the Taunton number 3 uh, plays it back in towards there into the number 7 no he doesn't quite control it offside flag there very sharp, very quick uh, as per the pre-match instructions, uh, Jordan gives a good flag. Looks very tidy, young man. A very tidy young man with the flag. Quite impressed in these first ten minutes with young Jordan. I am with, uh, also impressed with Damien, of course, but uh, first time I've seen uh, Jordan, and uh, he is a very, very tidy young man. Tells me before the game, his uh, granddad has given him a target that, uh, of a Football League official by the time he's 27. Well, he's now 16, and uh, so consequently he's got uh, 11 years to move from where he is now to uh, being a Football League official. Now, desire, passion, commitment, um, able to develop, understand the development that's required, um, and uh, I feel sure that um, if he continues... In the, way, in the way these first 10 minutes have gone, then he, he will develop into a competent match official. And Taunton have just scored on the, on the break. 1-1. One, one. Well, well, well. Good ball out into the left hand left channel and uh, struck across goal and ends up in the bottom corner. 1-1. One, one. So that's... Uh, yeah, so there we go. That's... Uh, 10 minutes in, Rich. Yeah. Um, it's not a bad pace to the game. Seems no. to be going... Yep, you know, quite, quite a nice pace of the mm. game. I'm just watching the three lads, just summing up uh, basically their first mm. ten minutes. The um, first couple of minutes there was some niggly fouls. Mm. Brian's all of a sudden sorted that out. That We haven't had a foul now for about eight minutes, which obviously um, the players were a little bit nervous, sort of testing each other out, seeing what, seeing what the referee's tolerance level was like, because that's what they will do as well. And that's how players um, play at all levels. Test the referee's tolerance. What can we get away with today? What can't we get away with? There's a free kick. Yeah. Free Kick, late challenge uh, by Red 8 on uh, Taunton 8, I think. I think that was how it was. Yeah. Yes, it was, yeah. So um, there we go. We had three free, free kicks in the first two minutes. We haven't had one for almost 10 minutes, and then we get a free kick there. That's a kiss of death. What's your perception of it, uh, Darren? Um, the, bits that, the bits that I've watched, um, yeah, nice pace again. The only reason I say that was I was just chatting to my colleague Dave whilst piling a portion of cheesy chips down my throat at the same time. Oh, right, okay. Okay. <laughs> no, um, I think it's a, a good pace of the game. You know, it's like we've said all along, we knew that uh, 
Uh, we knew that both teams were going to want to play a good game of football, particularly on a night tonight. Floodlights are just coming on as well. Um, it's nice to see a few uh, locals have rocked up to show the support as well. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the things I, I've, uh, I've always admired about Brian is his um, his vocal side because he does chat a lot and he has a bit of banter. And I think uh, and this is something that we've talked about on previous episodes of the podcast. Um, I think the players appreciate that bit of banter. You know, if you talk to them and you communicate with them, I think yeah. they can work with you. Yeah, let them see that you're approachable, that you will communicate uh, on on level terms, yeah. and that's what it's about. Um, he's uh, he, as, as we t- discussed with Brian Pollard, the uh, Taunton Town uh, vice chairman. Uh, he he wants to see more communication from mm. match officials, and that's match officials that he's referring to at contributory level, where their first team play. So uh, you know, it's what disappoints him is the lack of communication between mm. officials um, and with players. So uh, Brian is one of those referees that will talk to people he, d- he uses his gestures mm. well uh, he, is, he is expressive sometimes we, we need to be mindful about how we use um, facial expressions mm-hmm. uh, and not give away too much we've almost got to be a poker player at times mm. and uh, let's see what happens in the next couple of minutes and uh, how about the assistant referees? They seem to be doing a, a fairly good job. They've not had an awful lot to do at the moment. There's not been any big decisions or big shouts for them to deal with or anything. No, not yet. Um, young Jordan gave an offside flag, a, a competent flag, in line with the last defender as expected. Um, wait and see. Uh, pause briefly uh, and rose, uh, raised the flag accordingly. And then when the whistle went, he lowered it to, mm. to indicate where the player was offside. Very tidy indeed, uh, young Jordan. Damien on this side, equally as tidy, uh, hasn't had a decision to make in terms of uh, free kick or offside, but um, is making decisions of ball in and out of play as expected, and his technique is tidy as well. Uh, I was going to say about um, uh, his, his movement, one thing that I would, uh, and I haven't seen much of Jordan because he's on the far side, um, my own personal uh, preference is that I'd like to see a bit more crabbing. You want to see a bit yeah, more, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, like... some of our colleagues find crabbing a little bit uncomfortable, mm. um, so consequently that takes a little bit of mm. um, skillful technique to sort of um, be able to manage. I mean, people in this world that are naturally good crabbers, as mm. I can use uh, Mike Malarkey as an example. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mike is, is, is superb at that. And, and the I pace think... that they do it as well. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, like I say, the, the minor adjustment to keep in line with the last field... Uh, last outfield uh, player defender is important and that's what Damon's focusing on now he, he, he doesn't find it comfortable mm. to uh, to crab very much but nonetheless he's still doing it to the best of his ability uh, which is giving him credit, credit and the ball yeah. quick throwing goes, comes back to the thrower here right in front of Damien and because he's placed himself mm. exactly where he needs to be he's able to make a credible judgement nobody nobody has questioned the judgement of offside and he's very confident with his flag yeah. techniques in terms of yeah. the crossovers as well but he, he is uh, a level you know, 5 yeah. he's a level 5 so we expect the competency to be good um, um, but equally so, having watched young Jordan for, for, for the first 10 minutes, his level of technical um, competency is very impressive for such a young man mm. at 16 years old. I can thoroughly recommend the cheesy chips here at Taunton Town Football Club, by the way. <laughs> in case you ever fancy a, a trip from the other side of the world to come see what goes on yeah. in our Where sweet do, county. Who did we talk to on the Referees World podcast a few months ago? What did they have at um, I mean, Stockport, wasn't it? Oh, it was, it, was, um, it was chips, wasn't it? it was oh, that was chips. cheesy chips, was it? Sausage. Sausage. Somebody... Uh, Oh, no, it was uh, McCain's, wasn't it? Wasn't it McCain's chips? Was McCain's, McCain's started to follow us on Twitter. And yes, all they sorts, did. Didn't they? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay, there's a lull in play at the moment. The ball's gone out of, out of the ground for a goal kick. There's a replacement ball just been requested by Bryant. That ball was placed for a goal kick on the right-hand side. Young Jordan watching the placement of the goal kick as instructed in the pre-match, and he moves up to the last defender. And uh, accordingly, he's in, he's in line, as expected. Play's breaking quickly now to, into the Taunton Territory, into the area, and Damien has to put a hard sprint in. He got there eventually. When Damien listens to this podcast, he, he will now start developing, he wanted to start developing. The demands of where he wants to go in the next 18 months uh, are going to be quite, quite severe on him, and so sprinting technique is going to become important. Um, <coughs> fitness levels, demands, expectation. Uh, Damien gets his level five this year. Uh, he was promoted a couple of weeks ago, so he's now going to use this next season coming up, 15-16. Uh, he's going to use that next season to establish himself as a level five and start preparing himself for the push towards level four the season after. So uh, that's good planning, good preparation, setting himself small targets, uh, but achievable targets. And uh, Paul's knocked out of play for a corner kick to Taunton down on the far side. Flag technique from young Jordan, very tidy. Ball's obviously out of play, so he doesn't need to raise the flag and just indicated corner kick. Now, Brian. Brian's gone, decided decided to go to the near post position, just outside the D on the right-hand side. Um, obviously, he wants to see play from another different different position. Um, I think that must be due to the delivery of the corner kick. Yes, it is, yeah. The ball doesn't go to the far, far post, it goes to the near post. So he's, he's read play accordingly and decided to adjust his corner kick positioning. Rather than standing 25, 30 yards out of position, he was... Uh, in the right dropping zone from the corner kick. Free kick there. Gonna have a, have a chat with somebody now. I think that's uh, a couple of times the player has uh, thrown himself to the floor and committed a free kick. Conceded a free Looks kick, like should I say. Yeah, captain, the, I think. the red number eight again. So Brian, this is this is part of the setting up process. Brian will be having a chat with him um, and uh, saying, "Look, come on, you've got to stop making fouls. You're breaking up the game." You're going to get yourself into trouble and you'll get a caution. So it's setting up. And uh, Brian, unfortunately, let himself down a little bit there, whereby he put his hand on the back of the player and said, don't be a naughty boy type of thing. Um, I'd advise referees not to touch players. Players may get a little bit tetchy hmm. about being touched by a referee. Um, you know, you're not their friends. You're not I was about to say, actually, it's like that... Um and I've had this myself before where you refer to a player as, all right, mate. Yeah. And when they're losing, they'll tell you, look, I'm not your mate, don't speak Absolutely. to me like that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it is very much like that. Yeah. But it's very easy to get into that habit and it's, you know, every day speak, yeah. you know. I don't, I don't remember many players that have sent me Christmas cards or birthday cards. <laughs> I really don't, you know. I, I can't remember any, to be perfectly honest. So, uh, you know, uh, I never use the terminology, oi, mate, or anything similar. You know, it was, uh, yes, please, number seven. Or if I knew his first name, which was part of my uh, style, was I'd try to make sure I knew the players' names, and I'd use the pl players' uh, Christian big whistle, names. Big whistle. Big whistle. And some vocals, which means... Yeah. Uh, so this is happening now on the okay. far side of the... the yeah, the, 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 uh, there's, a, there's a free kick conceded um, about 60, 70 yards from where we are and the, uh, the charred player um, 
having conceded the uh, free kick, got up and, and, and remonstrated towards Brian. But Brian already on his, on his march towards the incident um, stopped the escalation of dissent. Uh, and consequently, um, whilst it was a disagreement, it wasn't actual um, overly over-the-top dissent. So I use the word dissent because uh, that's the easiest way to describe the player's um, um, complaint. So here's one for you, Rich. Do you think they will ever introduce the cans of shaving foam at this level? <laughs> Vanishing spray. Mm. Let's say, I, I, why, I not? Have to be honest, why not? I hated it to start with, but now I'm just going... Mm. And you know what? The more, the more I see it, the more I think it actually does help control a game. It's going to make somebody rich, it's, though, isn't it? Oh, genius. Yeah. It's going to genius make somebody idea. rich. Probably you know? Seb Blatter. He's probably <laughs> patented the idea. Yeah. So some, it's going to make somebody rich if they bring in uh, the vanishing spray at uh, other levels. You know, it is useful. It does work. Right, flags raised for offside. Brian hasn't seen it. He has seen it now. Yeah. OK, stops play. Player knows it. Player realises it was him that was offside. Doesn't what are your say thoughts on an assistant referee who, in that situation where Brian didn't see it straight away, uh, the assistant referee's got the flag up, um, play's continuing. Would you advise an assistant referee to shout ref, ref, as well as? Um, well, we don't need to use the voice uh, oh, oh, nowadays oh, because yeah. we've got the buzzers. The buzzers, obviously. So but for me. At, at this level, when they're not using buzzers or they're not using intercoms. No, they're not using the comms kit, no. Um, but they, are, they have got buzzers on the flag. Now, arguably, yeah, Brian, I'm just watching Brian now. The buzzer didn't appear to work. Yeah. He's now adjusting the buzzer set on his arm. Um, so uh, traditional. Um, signals, raise the flag, indicate offside, uh, eye contact um, no need to do any more than that but okay if the flag sorry if the buzzer didn't work as in this case it might be pertinent to uh, use the voice but you can guarantee you don't have to use the voice because spectators will do it for you so you know there's there's ways of doing it Um, Damien raised raised the flag offside used the buzzer in his opinion but uh, Brian I see was adjusting the kit Ball's played upfield. Brian a little bit too central. Doesn't get an angle on uh, challenges between players. Needs needs to be mindful of keeping uh, a little bit left of play. A little bit too central when that ball was delivered. Needs to come from his right side rather than his left side, if you see what I'm saying. You can't see what I'm saying, listeners, but uh, I hope you understand what I'm trying to say. Okay. I think Brian has set his stall out here, and uh, the um, the penal recognising the penal infringements uh, early in the game has certainly helped his his match control. Players players are not giving him. um, Players are not giving him uh, too much jip or too much chirp, as some people might say, and. um, just consulting the player who's gone down injured after a challenge. Do you need this? Do you need the physio to help? I think he got no, a he doesn't. bit of a knock where it doesn't really want to be knocked. Ah, right, okay. Just by the way he's holding the parts of his shoes. Measuring, measuring 9.15. Okay, <laughs> let's see how he manages the wall. Okay, the wall was about 8, and uh, Brian. Okay, hands down, boys, I heard him say. They're just inside the penalty area. He's proactively asking them hands down. Perhaps a gesture. Uh, would have helped sell the decision in case there is a, dis- a big decision to make. Um, a gesture would sell it to the um, spectators who are watching, but the ball hits the wall and deflects out for a corner kick. Which is right next to us at the moment. Yeah. <coughs> you should be able to hear the whoomph of the player kicking the ball. 
Red number 10 beside us. There we go. Eight, ten yards into the outside the, from the goal line. Well, well uh, directed. Brian placed nicely. Um, first corner from uh, Chard at this end. So uh, he stood um, stood on the far post, just on the D of the penalty area, with the assistant referee watching the goal line as expected. So we're, we're doing the basics well. Uh, let's see what happens over the next couple of minutes. Minor adjustment by uh, Jordan out there on the touchline, looking very tidy. Little bit, little bit. Um, there's another foul. Okay, having a passing word with the player as he goes beyond him. Brian uh, touching the player again. Uh, yeah, touching the player. That's a, that's a trait that Brian probably obviously has. He's a, he's a he is a player's yeah. referee. He does like to talk to people, and he is a, he is an approachable chap. But uh, the social habits of of touching people when you're refereeing is uh, sort of got to stop in places. Some good signals there, obviously telling the player that he's just picked up on for that free kick uh, Taunton Town number four okay. uh, some good arm signals no more don't want to see it. any more no more you okay know. yeah so he's, he's trying to sell the, the, the next decision like. isn't he <laughs> set it up and trying to sell the next decision um, the, the only thing I would say about using the um, wide arms signal to say no more is give it value don't overuse it um, because the, the more you uh, use it the less impact it will have eventually especially when you're in key areas like penalty areas if you're saying no to penalties and you use that signal so a little bit of value um, the admonishment of players is useful that's not a bad thing and that, but it does tell everybody that you've given him the last word now let's see what happens if, if the Taunton number 4 does get cautioned um, during the game for persistent misconduct which is what I would expect not because I'm expecting it for any other reason, but Brian has set it up. Still good daylight at the moment, but the lights are on and they're just just um, breaking the uh, the gloom uh, as, as necessary. Temperature's dipped quite a bit as well in the last 15 minutes, I've noticed. Yeah, yeah. Taunton can see the free kick just inside their own half on the left-hand side. Brian... Marshalling the uh, area of restart, now pr proceeds towards his uh, next phase, towards the edge of the D, in the area we called zone. Let's see which which area we <laughs> want to. Okay, he's currently got his back to the assistant referee, um, which isn't a problem. But all I would ask Brian to do is to change his his body shape a little bit, and. Um, to avoid having his back to the uh, assistant referee. For the assessors of this world, um, referees do tend their back on occasions to the assistant referee, which isn't a problem because they're not, they're not going to miss anything. Uh, but it's just about a matter of um, competency and tidiness. Just open your body uh, language up a little bit. Brian having a word with uh, red number eight this time, the taunt number eight, who's the captain. And he's, and he's pointing out, there's one over there, one here. There's too many fouls happening. I think this is the pressure that Chard are applying and uh, Taunton aren't able to uh, contest it um, evenly at the moment. So uh, let's see, just see what happens. The game is still played at a moderate tempo. It's, uh, you know, good pace. Good pace to, with the players, as you'd expect. 
Goal kick. kick to, yeah, Damien in the right place at the right time. Player asking for a corner kick, but no. <laughs> he, he, he was in the right place at the right time. Very, very close to the goal line and indicates goal kick. Goal kick, short goal kick from left to right. From the goalkeeper to the right fullback. He goes out wider. Brian in centre field. Walking briskly. And just allowing play to go beyond him. Like to see Brian a little bit more left of play. He, he's, he's turning around, he's doing 180s and 360s, almost double sulco, uh, double sulco, triple toe loop type thing, you know, ice skating movement. So I think we'll, uh, we'll just give Brian a bit of feedback on, you know, to stay a little bit more left of play, and that helps avoid turning your back on situations. But uh, certainly a competent team performance at this stage. Uh, I haven't checked to uh, see how long we've been playing, but I w we're certainly past midway. How long have we played, Dave? Yeah. Here with this fancy touch screen watch. <laughs> you got your emails on that as well, have you? Yeah, about five minutes to go. Oh, we played 40 minutes, okay, okay. <clears throat> That's a good break here. Ball, ball played through the inside right channel. Well played, keeper. Keeper comes out, claims it. Doesn't cl claim it clean first time, but gets it second time. Uh, with the uh, charge forward bearing down. All fair challenges, all tidy challenges, and good honesty by the players. Showing due respect towards one another after those little niggly fouls early in the game. Ball goes back to the charred goalkeeper from his own player. Plays it from the ground, long long clearance upfield, gets knocked on by right. Chard number 11. Chard number 9 picks up the ball, well, tackle by number 5, good tackle, important tackle. Brian following play, a bit straight on play Brian was. Um, certainly going to have a chat with him about getting left-left, creating angles. Creating angles, not running behind two players that are chasing the ball. You don't have an angle to make a judgement of foul or no foul. And that's important for the players mm. if you get angles. When you get good angles, you can make accurate judgments, and uh, that deters players from expressing their disagreement or ex overly expressing their disagreement. Ball is played out for a corner kick over there by Young Jordan. Young Jordan looking down at the corner flag. No need to do that, Jordan. Your flag indicates corner. So a little bit of development there for Jordan. Don't take your eyes off the game. Um, but this is this is where his game is. He's he's learning so much. Um, first experience of uh, under 18s here at Taunton Town, and uh, Jordan certainly shows uh, great potential. Um, but like I say, looking having given a corner kick, looking down at the corner flag, no need to left foot in swinging corner, headed out from the six yard area, goal area should I say? Technically, that's the goal area. Ball plays across the bones. Oh, and well defended, well defended, and uh, ball's bouncing around. There's no uh, offside, offside, clear offside. Flags up. Brian's gesturing um, the offside from the position of the assistant referee across to the player who played the ball, and uh, player stopped. <coughs> ball placed on the edge of the goal area. Chart goalkeeper setting himself up, pulling his socks up, adjusting his <coughs> shin pads. And kicks the ball up <coughs> centre field. Brian, nice, nice, tidy, indirect free kick signal for the restart, which is appropriate for the uh, corner kick. 
Oh, and Brooke Jard have scored again right just before half time. Perhaps they shouldn't have had that chance, but you know that's uh, that's defending by Taunton a little bit loose. So here we go. Okay, so Chard have now gone two-one in front. Let's see what this triggers. See if this triggers a response or uh, other reactions from players. Players who go two-one down um, may feel aggrieved at decision-making by match officials or challenges by the opposition that have not been penalised. Let's see what this challenge is. Half time. Yeah. Have we got to half time? Two minutes. Fifteen minutes, isn't it? Started at quarter two. Oh yeah, quarter two. I thought it was half past seven. Ah, oh, here we go. Dave, Dave still has just led me up the garden path, telling me we got we played forty minutes. We haven't played forty minutes. We've actually played thirty now. It was twenty-five at the time. He's got a lovely watch, this Dave still, but he don't know how to use it or read it. Ah, right. That's another colleague on his way. Michael? Uh, where Somerset RA Secretary Michael Morgan is on his way. The lovely Michael Morgan. He's a good man. Hard worker. Okay, let's see what happens. The uh, ball is cleared along by the shard keeper up into the centre circle. Taken on the foot by the uh, Taunton number six, plays it out towards the right, but gets intercepted by the child 11. Child number 11 plays it upfield to the number nine out, wide out on the left. Brian's moving out left, moves out in line with the edge of the penalty area, side of the penalty area. That's a good position. Now he's moving back in with the, as the ball is crossed. Now he's now he's going to the next phase of play towards uh, centre circle as the goal, as the Taunton keeper kicks it up, but kicks it out of play. So Brian can now relax. And it gives this little discreet signal to Damien that it's a charred throw. And Damien, as expected, puts a nice traditional flag for a throwing up. 45 degree angle. 45 degree angle. Well, I hope all the listeners are uh, thinking about the, uh, the visual effect of uh, how our match officials are doing tonight. And uh, ball gets played long down, down the line, left side. Intercepted, last touch by Taunton number four. He's going to keep it in there. Coming under pressure from the, the child number nine. Okay. Damien's flag slightly behind his head. Like to like to see it a little bit more uh, extended of the arm, 45 degree extended of the arm, not behind the head. You know, an extension of from the shoulder to the hand, holding the flag, nice and tidy. Show people you know what you're doing. Here we go. Let's see. What, yeah. Okay. That's much better. Yeah, nice and tidy. Just in his movement to keep in line with the defender. Just looking across at Jordan. Jordan's relaxed, moving along. He's walking along the touchline. And uh, obviously Jordan, being as young as what he is, isn't used to crabbing all the time. But here he is, he's off crabbing again. Bouncing up and down on the line. Got a very good technique, hasn't he? Yes, yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, the, the only thing that lets him down now is he's turned to walk towards the halfway line and he's still got the flag in the left hand. So it's... It's technically out, mm. outside the field of play, you know, whereas you want to keep it in the field of play as an assistant referee. But here he is, he's facing the field of play again. Plays on the left side, gets cleared from the <laughs> charred penalty area, upfield. 
towards the number nine. Gets under control on the right side in front of Damien. Gets challenged. Ball doesn't go out of play. Good tackle. Yeah. Woodpeckers are here. Woody Woodpecker. Throw in now. Waiting for the throw in. Carl uh, Lindsay, the Taunton Town um, manager, under 18's manager, giving a bit of instruction to his players inside the technical area, though. So it's all compliant as expected. And uh, do like the brand that uh, Taunton under 18's play. They don't play the, uh, the hoof it and chase. And they do encourage the boys to play football here. And uh, as far as I know, one of the under-18s is currently playing for the first team. And he's playing well. He got man of the match a couple of weeks ago for the Taunton first team in the contributory. So, you know, these, these players are uh, developing rapidly uh, in this environment and uh, on this field of play, which is a very nice field of play to play football on. Well cut, well looked after, well grasped. And... Uh, a good environment for the players to learn comfortably with the right approach. Um, Mo Hopkins, I saw here earlier. Mo is one of the coaches here at uh, Taunton Town, an experienced coach, been around a couple of football league clubs, and again he is uh, he's well respected in the football world. And uh, he was recently um, part of the uh, managers' forum at the West Somerset RA. Damien. Clearly, Damien, when he signals with the right hand, the flag goes behind his head. Um, just wonder if he realises that. It's just about looking as tidy as tidy can be. You know, it sounds a bit fussy, but if you want to convince people that you know what you're doing, these are the things that you need to be doing. You know, especially when people don't agree with this decision. If your decision looks good, it helps to sell it, even if it's the wrong one. <coughs> Okay, players here in the charred half. And uh, Taunton have got the ball moving forward in the centre area. Mm. Tackle from uh, Taunton number six, foul challenge. Just a tackle slightly from behind, just uh, just just brought the uh, Taunton number eight down. Nothing more than a free kick, and rightly so. Brian stands there. Uh, I'm sure if he had the vanishing, vanishing spray, he would be using it now because he's. A, I think he's about to march this wall out. 9.15, yes, he is. It's a one-man wall. Now he re realises he doesn't need to because the player is the required distance, and it's just one player. So it's left-footed, coming in from the left side. It's swinging around across the goal area and gets gets headed wide by a Taunton player who mistimes his header. Brian now working, working tidily, quietly, discreetly. Uh, coming across to uh, have a word off the ball with the uh, child number eight. Don't know what that's about, but I think it might be about uh, just sort of colliding with players in challenges and keep it tidy, that type of thing. Yeah. Evening, Michael. Yeah. West Somerset RA Secretary Michael Morgan has just arrived. He's uh, had a late day at, at school where he works. But uh, we'll get we'll get a couple of words from Michael in a minute and uh, tell you what's happening. 
uh, with our part of the referees world for the one of the pun this is referees world podcast with richard mellon and darren cullum we're at Taunton town versus chard under 18s Taunton in the somerset youth floodlit league it's a competitive game and uh, Brian just keeping tight control of it fouls here and there he's now telling another player that's three or four and he's just giving him the same treatment as what he gave him all this technology mm. all my top everything else you've got three teams playing in the same bloody colour kit well, that, that's 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 interesting because we said this at the beginning of the game that one's in maroon and one's in red, and arguably that's the same colour. If if you've got referee's eyesight like I have, that's the same colour. But you know, but uh, thank, thankfully the, um, the the floodlights are good enough to identify maroon and red. Uh, but the socks, if players are playing with their head down, they will look at colour socks. So that's how they will uh, establish it. But the encouragement, as I understand from my, my coaching colleagues and li- all the chat I hear, is that um, players should be playing with their head up and not their head down. And uh, this, uh, But it was a good point that was picked up by um, uh, a non-official... Yeah. Um, yeah. Somebody who's got an involvement with the club. He's the gateman. Uh, the gateman, exactly. He's the gateman. gateman yeah. You know. He wants to take my pound every yeah. time I come. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> um, but no, he's, he's got a valid point. And if, as he said, when you get to certain areas of the ground, with the light and uh, you know everything's going on, will it be a nuisance? Can it be a nuisance? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Will it be a problem for the players? a little bit surprised that Chard are wearing red, black, red because I remember Chard being um, their first team when I used to referee them in the uh, contributories and they were white, maroon, white Mm. and so uh, that's half of what I expected tonight Uh, you know, consistency through the club but maybe this is their away kit and if it's got a different sponsor on that's why they're wearing it I'm just being... Um, advise that no, this is their standard kit now. So there we go. So to prevent that kind of thing happening in the future, um, is it worth perhaps getting in touch with the clubs a couple of days before, as well um, as, 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 as a part of your prep, really, to suggest you know what kit are you planning on wearing? Okay, there's there's handbooks available. Yeah. Um, you don't necessarily have to get hold of the clubs, but you might have to if there's is a potential colour clash, as we. Yeah, we have. I'm going to say we have got a colour clash. Maroon and red is is very close. What helps here tonight is the colour of the socks, and the shorts. The shorts of both teams are different, as expected. But the tops, one's maroon, one's red. That's slightly uh, a nuisance, to say the least. But um, use handbooks. Prepare yourself. Look in the handbooks as regards what colours to expect. You know, we certainly wouldn't get West Ham versus Burnley playing in the same colour, would we? <laughs> Yeah, and we wouldn't get West Ham playing Man United in uh, their, their traditional home kits. They will wear away kits. As do referees, officials, as we discussed on previous podcasts. We have. We have. We had a discussion um, about Phil Dowd, didn't Phil we? Phil Dowd, yeah. Mm. And he was wearing a kit the same colour as Southampton, Southampton, wasn't it? Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. But his, uh, his, his, up, his actual upper... Uh, his shirt colour was different, but it was the yellow of the shorts and socks, I think, mm. of Southampton, wasn't it? 
uh, which you know, some people said there's too much yellow on the field of play. And if you want to get involved in that discussion, you can do by looking at our Facebook page and looking at the pictures that we posted, or by getting involved on Twitter at Referees World. Yeah, thanks, Dan. It's still there. The pictures are still on the website. Mm-hmm. I have seen that. So uh, if anybody's listening, give us your views. It's uh, still recent news. It's decent news. Gonna have to get my body warmer, I think. <laughs> Where's well, Brian? Brian blows yeah. the whistle. Yeah, the uh, <clears throat> the the lovely sunshine we've had today is is disappearing now, and it's gone into that wind. Uh, sorry, that chilly evening uh, in April, which is not quite summer yet, <coughs> but uh, it's getting closer. And uh, look forward to the summer break when lots of things start be, start getting uh, made ready for the new season. And. Uh, we come again. Looks like Tottenham are going to concede a throw in here. Yeah, it's a throw. Okay. Child number nine just gives a nudge to the Tottenham number five. It's so close to Damien, he won't have seen it. He was focusing on balling and out of play. And it's right on the touchline, right underneath his feet. And, and Brian, from his peripheral vision, gives a free kick and nobody questions it. Nobody questions it at all. And the player conceded a free kick, didn't... Uh, make comment so that's uh, good self-discipline by him encouraged by Chard no doubt uh, not to argue with referees which is a, a nice part of the respect programme don't argue with referees and referees don't argue with players talk to talk to the players how you'd like to be talked to yourself key skills key skills got a lull in play at the moment while the ball's out of play just being taken for a throw in and there's the half-time whistle. There we go. This is Richard Mellon and Darren Cullum at Referees World. Here we are live at Taunton Town Football Club, uh, under-18s fixture in the Somerset Youth Floodlit League versus Chard. And the score currently, Chard 2, Taunton Town 1. This is Referees World with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon. It's the Referees World podcast. And now let's get back to that game between Taunton Town and Chard under-18s in the Floodlight League as we head towards the second half of the game. And here comes full commentary with Rich. OK, here we go. Uh, this is the second half. A couple of minutes into the second half now. And uh game has started uh, quite brightly. Uh, yeah, sprightly. And... Uh, what a pace. Hard, hard, uh, hard, fast break down on the right-hand side. Brian moving up into the left-hand channel. Do we see it? The ball flashes across the goal. And a uh, goal kick results. Uh, Brian now going towards the next phase, looping around at the edge of the uh, penalty area and going out towards the left-hand side and ready for the restart. OK, let's see if I can give you a visual here. Um, the goal kick is on the right-hand side the goal area. Brian is just outside the uh, left-hand side of the uh, centre circle and the ball drops towards the centre circle when he moves across nicely, anticipating the phase of play and then he's moving out towards his left-hand diagonal. I say diagonal on this occasion, although it's not always a rigid diagonal. Um, uh, We use the the lazy S and lazy S is during the arm our movement in play. If we stick rigidly to a diagonal, we become detached and we also get in the way of players. Um, so uh, we need to be mindful about uh, flexible movement, fluent movement, and the ability to sprint and uh, 
one of the most awkward goal ki- kicks from his hands I've seen for a long time. He kicks it from his right right side of the penalty area, right across the left-hand side, diagonally wide on the left side. Field of play deep into the Chard half. Chard have got the ball. Brian moves out towards the left. He's coming around nicely now, moving towards. He's not squeezing play too tightly, giving himself options just in case players don't do what's expected, but he's covering it covering every position. Ball goes into the penalty area, comes goalkeeper comes out and Brian just a few yards outside the penalty area observes and lets the ball go to the keeper. So a couple of times Brian will squeeze play as I expect. Uh, other times when there's no need to he won't waste his energy. He's working he's been working hard. Just to give you an idea, I don't know if it's been mentioned before, but Brian is a 48-year-old referee, competent referee, level four, and a good communicator. Part of his his daily routines as as a nine-to-five, he um, works at the county cricket ground. And um, he works in, I think he's an assistant um, um, manager for for the facilities and entertainment, (coughs) entertainment at the county ground. And uh, he's a good communicator, uses it well, brings it into football and uh, makes good use of it. Good save. Hit, oh, good Keeper saved that and touched it onto the post. The Chard, Chard almost went 3-1 in front there. Brian moving out towards the left now, realises the goalkeeper's injured. Ball is in a safe position, wide on the left, and it's safe to stop play for injury to the goalkeeper showing good awareness of the, the injury to the keeper. Hopefully he's not down, uh, hurt himself too badly. He dived, touched the ball onto the post. I don't think he collided with the post because the ball hit the post. And then uh, the ball went across the goal and out towards the left-hand side, towards the corner flag, where Brian has now stopped play. Hopefully he remembers the position to restart. But uh, he's just getting attention from the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper hasn't moved for a while here. Uh, he's obviously hurt himself, the young man. And uh, just receiving some attention. Okay, here we go. During um, during treatment of injury, and the goalkeeper will stay on the field of play. He won't leave the field of play because he is the goalkeeper. He will get treatment on the field of play. Uh, Brian has positioned himself now, whereby he's allowing the uh, physio to sort out the goalkeeper. He's facing the remaining players on the field of play who are now congregating in small clusters uh, while the goalkeeper gets attention, but he's still observing those players and he's got them all in view. He's not turned his back on them, which is what some of my colleagues do um, locally and up through the up through the um, referee and ladder. He's coming towards the players in centre field. Might use this time to have a, have a chat with a couple of players, work with the players, get them on side... Um, you know, just um, showing that he's a sociable referee and chap. He's a player's referee, Brian. Standing on the edge of the penalty area, nicely positioned, realises the goalkeeper. Oh, no, it looks like they're going to substitute the goalkeeper. Yeah, he's, la- he's landed awkwardly on his shoulder, coming off holding his shoulder. Reserve goal, the uh, Taunton goalkeeper in green is going to be replaced by uh, substitute goalkeeper coming off the off the bench. Wearing orange, the gun. That's unusual. That's sad. Sad to see the young man come off injured. Having made a good save. Um, But uh, that's all for the cause. He made a good save. 
and then now he's going to be substitute because of his injury. So uh, Damien on halfway, one player off, one player on, is the substitute uh, technique, and uh, the substitute goalkeeper goes on with the uh, check carried out by Damien, checking the kit, checking the jewellery, there's no jewellery being worn, and uh, importantly he didn't uh, didn't uh, uh, allow the goalkeeper, to, the replacement goalkeeper, to put his gloves on until he checked his hands, for obvious reasons, jewellery. <coughs> so here we go, play's restarted, yep, correct restart, drop ball, drop ball right out in the far left-hand corner and kicked back upfield a play. Uh, respectfully by Taunton Town. Um, ball's gone out of play again now. Okay. Yeah. The, um, the signaling technique of Damien, we did mention it in the uh, first half and we've mentioned it at half time. He's not aware of it and um, we, we're going to use a couple of photographs um, to, to, to demonstrate what he's doing and hopefully then when he sees it, it the flag clearly goes behind his head um, and it's, it's not an extension. Um, of his arm, straight extension of his arm. Play breaks into the child penalty area. Nodded, nodded back, headed back to the goalkeeper who rolls it out to the left side. <laughs> uh, play attacks down the left hand side. Damien Crabbin is conscious about Crabbin now. Well done, Damien. Well done. You're trying, lad. That's good. That's good effort. And uh, you know we. We didn't mention it to Damien for the reason that we wanted him to start doing it, but he's consciously trying to make an effort. And uh, that's all players, spectators uh, and club officials ask of match referees. Put good effort into, into your performance. You may not be right every time, but you're trying to get it right, and that's what matters. So, free goal kick, restart. Goal kick, restart, played out of play. Unfortunately, straight out of play by the uh, substitute goalkeeper. Not a good start for him, but uh, players in centre field. Ball plays going around Brian. Brian. Brian needs to just adjust play slightly. Get behind the game line if you can. Not always possible because of the style of play and the tactics of a team. But when, uh, if you can recognise the opportunity to get behind the game line and let play go, go away from you, you can scoop up and follow behind play quite, quite easily. Get angles, optimum view, that's what we ask you to look for. Good angles, optimum view, move left of play, move left of play until you can move left no more, don't go beyond the penalty area goal that uh, goes to the goal line. Uh, short whistle, simple free kick, foul given, and restart with Brian coming towards the, uh, the active zone, the next phase of play, coming towards the technical area. Indicates a restart play. Communicates it, should I say. And headed chance at goal. Nothing comes of it. Next phase of play is beginning very quickly. Players are rapidly moving upfield. Brian moving with the game. He's going to have to move quickly now. Yes, he does. And he moves left. Well done, Brian. Moving left. I went as well, so that. Yeah. That's free kick. Good position. Good position. Player can't can't argue when you're in the perfect position to make a judgment. And because he'd made that effort just to go wide, just outside the penalty area on the left hand side, he was in the, he was in a perfect position to get the free kick. 
and the Taunton number two hasn't said anything, just walks away. Sometimes players will uh, give you a little bit of chirp if they think you're wrong, but uh, when they know you're right because you've got a good position, they will uh, get on with it. Marches out 9.15, there's a two-man wall inside the penalty area now for Taunton Town. Brian sets them up, goes to his next phase of play very quickly as the ball is about to be played in. He's ready on the far post, just outside the penalty area. And there's the whistle. Inviting play to restart. Ball goes out, goes right across the goal mouth and out for a goal kick. Brian working now, working gently, out towards the next phase of play. Not looking for conversation with players, no need to. Let the players do what the players need to do. They will be organising themselves. They will be sorting out what they need to be doing. Referees just get ready for the next phase of play. There's lots of people stood around me now eating burgers. And they're not on my... Uh, not on my uh, menu at the moment. I'm not allowed that sort of stuff. Darren's smiling. Darren's always, <laughs> but Darren's always smiling. Okay, here we go. Play's coming up towards us now. Long ball played out to wide and left. Goalkeeper's going out to collect it and should be in chase down, but safely collects it. Brian moving out wide left to ensure everything is tidy. And there's no foul. Goalkeeper doesn't come outside the penalty area on the right-hand side. Brian's in that nice left-hand channel. Looking down there. Sweeps back around. Back down to the middle now. Plays on the right-hand side. He's got a nice position. Fairly central, but a nice position ready for the delivery. Coming into the box, and it does. Comes across the goal area, penalty area, and gets cleared by a Taunton defender. Number two. Number two. Ryan's a little bit central. He waits for play to break, and now he moves. he's got the ability to catch play up. He's got a good sprint, strong movement. And a nice, nice strong signal from Brian. Throw in, prompt, fast. No, no hesitation from Brian, giving a throw in there to Taunton. And the restart comes in play. Strong signals, aids match control. Just behind the game line now, Brian. Letting play about 10, 15 yards in front of him, which is a nice proximity. Ball goes up wide left to, num to Taunton, number 10. Cuts back inside. Brian's just inside there, just about five, ten, eight yards behind play. Ball goes out to the right-hand side. Brian's staying fairly, fairly close to his position there, which is not a bad thing. And uh, ball gets intercepted by the charred char defender on the edge of the box. Now Brian's working hard. Hard, hard sprint through his diagonal, out through the through the centre field to play dynamic, dynamic movement as they might call it. Good strong sprint, and the ball goes out of play for a goal kick. This is the referees working. You're not really going to be focusing on the quality of the players and what they're doing, but I want you to understand that uh, Brian's work rate is matching the demands of the game, and uh, that's what his fitness levels are about. Okay, he's a level four referee, and we do expect him to have a good standard of a fitness level. He he will be doing a fitness test. As a, as a level four of 2,600 metres um, for, the, for his test, and he would do sprinting as part of his tests. 60 metre sprints, I think, in seven and a half seconds. The ball is won fairly, and Brian gestures towards the ball. Uh, there's no infringement. But, uh, moving calmly. 
stands upright, given a discreet signal to uh, Damien, whose throwing it is. Damien making eye contact with the referee quite easily and quite calmly indicates throw into Taunton Town. Ball goes into the into the middle. Brian's just back of back of play. He's about ten yards back, just backing off nicely. And now ball goes in. And uh, again Brian makes his forward movement. Only about five or six yards. Not a great deal. But does it what's necessary. Doesn't work unnecessarily hard. Yes. Uses energy, uses his movement wisely. It's quite smart movement, and that, that's an experienced official. That's what happens as you get more experience. You understand uh, how to use your fitness levels and don't just run for fun. Some of us are good athletes as referees, but that's, that's not always the case. Some of us have to work very hard um, for uh, our level of fitness. And uh, no doubt Brian, at 48 years old, he, he works hard. Looks confident. He started to move forward, then realised the ball was not going to go to the area. He wasn't, so he backed off. He backed off. He just he didn't just stop and become static and get in the way of players. He backed off out of the way, and he's doing it again. A couple of steps back, nothing more than that, but it's enough to make sure he's not in the way. There's a challenge. The ball goes out of play. Eye contact between the referee and the assistant referee. It's in Brian's half, and uh, importantly, they get the decision in the same direction. And again. Although it can be challenged as incorrect decision, they were both in harmony, and uh, it sold the decision. Ball gets played through the far post, gets nodded back across by the child player, and it's out of play. Jordan there, right on the goal line. Ball got knocked right across the goal, worked down to the goal line, worked hard, didn't stand two or three yards up, guessing. He was right on the goal line, made an accurate decision of ball out of play, just as the child player headed it back across the goal. So fair play to Jordan, right place, right time. Not, not taking shortcuts, not standing four or five yards up, up from the goal line. There's a substitution at the moment, Damien standing on halfway. Taunton Town number 12 coming on. The uh, Taunton player coming off just comes off now. Yeah. Taunton number 7 comes off and Taunton number 12 goes on. Damien handling the substitution process correctly as expected. A simple process and tidily done by Damien. Well done. Chard attacking on the left-hand side, just inside the... If for those listeners of Referees World Podcast, inside left channel if you understand the terminology of the inside left ball comes out in the right back situation near the touchline gets played up the line Brian's now working towards that not squeezing play too tightly doesn't need to keep play within about 20 meters gestures towards the challenge there's no foul but it's showing awareness of the challenge going out to the left now now players rapidly moving to the left Brian moves out to the left doesn't get in the way backing off Recognising the situation, backing off, letting players have the space. Well done, Brian. Little shunt, little shunt by the uh, charred fullback. Free kick, about ten yards outside the box, uh, in line with the in, in line with the uh, corner of the penalty area. Brian, Brian picks, gets the ball, places it. There's nobody ready to take the free kick for Taunton, but Brian's the only person there. But he puts the ball there. So he's proactively working. 
He's already got the child players working with him. He's doing that quickly, early. It's a minimum 9.15, and I reckon that player's about 15 yards. Well done, Brian. And he's going to the next phase of play. Very very quickly across to the back of the uh, penalty area. Ball comes in, gets played in uh, close to the near post. Gets cleared. Child to break in. Brian, Brian begins his movement out of, uh, out of the penalty area. Going left, left, left. Going left still. Play now breaks to the right. Brian closes back across. Comes back across into the, ward, the middle. And the ball hits the back of the stand behind the goal down at the Taunton end. Now he's... Uh, Breaking off again, ready for the next phase of play. Going, free goal kick is a short goal kick on the left side. Played out to the number three. Brian's ideally placed. Okay, now he's got the situation where the ball's played up the line. He's got to make sure he's not in the way. He's got to got to realise the next phase of play if he can. Anticipate where the ball's going to go. Look at the player's options. How many options does the player have when he's playing the ball? You know? The player will give an indication by his body language about where the ball might, how he might play the ball. Head, chest, knee, feet. Look at the way the players shape. Ball has gone out of play for a throw in to Taunton Town. Brian's gestured for a, a replacement ball. Where is he? Brian now just having a quiet word with a couple of players. It looks a little bit social, so uh, getting on with the players, working with the players. Since those, um, since the last, um, giving the last, last chance to uh, two players in the first half, um, there's been no, uh, no infringements by those players. So obviously the public admonishment Brian gave to those players is working at the moment. That's not to say it uh, might break down in a few moments' time or later in the game, but there's about 20, 25 minutes left of this game now and Taunton are breaking forward, looking to equalise if they can. Losing 2-1 uh, at the moment to Chard. If Chard win tonight's game, they will uh, secure the uh, championship of the Somerset Youth Floodlit League. And looks like Western will be runners-up. Western Supermare, that is. Well-organised team. I would, look, I would look at this um, under-18s fixture here at the moment. The more mature team of the two, and maturity in terms of, I think, that Taunton Town have probably got 16, 17-year-olds playing, uh, whereas Chard look a little bit more mature, and I would say they're probably 18-year-olds, majority of them. Um, so, uh, you know, there's, uh, that, that's, that's, what it, that's what it's about at this age. It's about development of these players and like I say whilst um, Taunton Town have got uh, one of their players under 18s playing contributory football they're not all playing contributory football because they haven't developed to that standard yet but I would imagine that uh, one or two of the uh, Chard players might be playing supply league football because that's where their first team play uh, Chard Town play in, this, in the Western League Division 1 and uh, Taunton Town first team play in the uh, Southern League uh, Western Division, South and Southwest Division. Balls played forward by uh, Taunton Defence. A few passes now cleared upfield. Under pressure, clears upfield. Chested down. Sounds like there's a helicopter above. That's probably a helicopter going into Musgrove Park Hospital. Uh, 
This is Richard Mellon and Darren Cullum at uh, Taunton Town Live for Referees World Podcast. Here we are, we're doing a uh, live podcast for this evening and we're going to break the, uh, the podcast down into a few chunks. Um, pre-match uh, preparation, pre-match instructions and then game commentary, uh, half-time uh, comments and uh, feedback. We've spoken with uh, Brian Pollard who's uh, vice-chairman of uh, Taunton Town, an ex-contributory uh, referee himself, but now uh, after retirement from football as a match official, he's stayed involved and he's now a director at Taunton Town here. And uh, we had an interview with him. Uh, player's gone a little, little bit flat at the moment. Um, well spread out. The goalkeeper throws the ball out to his left. Well, charred goalkeeper, that is. Throws the ball out to his left. And uh, under challenge, the charred player plays it up the line. Tidily, they're playing nice, nice triangular football. Uh, nice, not sorry, triangular football. Nice, nice football in triangles. And um, passing it through. Now, Taunton have got the ball. Ball. And uh, again, each each team playing well-disciplined football. The, I like the, the style of coaching that both these teams must be uh, employing and uh, imposing on their players. That, that, that it is controlled football, and uh, you know they, they are trying to play the game. They're not just you know blasting it up the field and saying chase that. This is this is constructive football. Well, well, and he gets down the touchline and just overruns it unfortunately, and it's a goal kick. Damien here in front of us, in the right place, right time. Just a couple of yards from the goal line as the Belair overruns it and then he can stop his movement, make sure the ball is placed with the goal kick and goes up and finds the last outfield defender. He's monitoring the charred defence in the second <coughs> half. Ball gets played up. Not the best of kicks from the charred goalkeeper. Drops into the centre circle, controlled by a Taunton player. Taunton number six plays it off to, uh, to his uh, colleague number three at... Uh, the left back position comes back inside number, receives it playing number, number 11 on the right hand side just tries to play it upside it just gets intercepted uh, by Chard Chard have just, just got that little bit more about them just got that extra yard of uh, control and pace and a uh, little bit more um, yeah they've got to say mature and experience that's, I think that's what it comes down to and uh, you know that's that's why we like using these uh, under-18s games because uh, they, they've got good pace about them and it's good good for the development of our referees. And um, we do this um, to help our referees' development. We use level sixes and level sevens on the on the lines, and we use a minimum has to be a minimum level five in the middle. Tonight we've got a level four referee, Brian Lee, uh, who's a very capable referee, uh, and. Uh, Demonstrates all the uh, all the skill sets I expect of a, an experienced level four. He I like Brian's style. I like it. I like it. You know, he, he does does need a little bit of work on movement, but then that's the same with all of us as referees. Our movement could be better at times, but he's not missing decisions. He's not making errors. Uh, it's just a matter of tidiness and competency. That's what we drive for. We we strive for perfection, perhaps, and uh, maybe that's a criticism of us. But there's nothing wrong with having high standards. Big whistle. There's a player down injured. Uh, ball is in the safe area. 
down on the right-hand side, just inside the Taunton half as a charred player, back near his own penalty area, down injured. Brian's gone to him, do you need, I'm sure he's saying, do you need treatment? Player's slowly getting up, so it doesn't look like he does need treatment, although the physio is ready to come on, as they always are. Yeah. Brian just uh, overseeing that the player is uh, is okay. Got a little bit of <clears throat> limping away. Tall number five. Looks as though he'll be uh, a reasonable player uh, in in a few years' time as he develops into uh, senior football. Okay, getting ready for the next for the restart. Hopefully, Brian remembers where the restart is. Restart should be a drop ball somewhere just inside the Taunton half. Just gone to the Taunton half. Hmm, okay. I'm a little bit puzzled. There's a stoppage here in play. There's something not quite right. Problem with the Taunton goalkeepers. Okay, just tidying up. Okay. Could ask about the restart because the ball was clearly up the other end when uh, Brian gave it, made the stoppage in play for the injury. That's what appeared to be injury. I didn't see a free kick, so uh, might ask Brian about that afterwards. Was it an injury? And uh, if it was only an injury, then the restart was uh, not according to law because it should have been a drop ball. But that's to say I could have missed a free kick. I'm just checking the batteries. Darren's just checking my battery, <laughs> see if I'm still working. Yeah. You know, the key in your back needs yeah, to be yeah, wound yeah. up a bit more Clock, as well. Clockwork, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sliding tackle. A child deflects the ball. Ball comes across. Player picks it up. A little bit of, little bit of uh, accelerated pace now. And the uh, player's challenging. And uh, yeah, he's got some pace, that boy. Good ball, good ball. Straight across in the area. Uh, oh, unlucky. Unlucky. That was good play. That, that all, all stemmed from a little bit of um, increased pace. Um, play picked up by the uh, Taunton number 10 down the touchline, crossed the ball into the uh, penalty area. Goalkeeper came out and the uh, Taunton um, forward went in, challenged for it and uh, the goalkeeper comfortably placed the, uh, uh, picked up the ball. There's been a free kick here conceded by the Taunton number two. Uh, Brian's having a word with him. It was a mistimed challenge. Don't see what the Taunton player can be uh, complaining about but it wasn't. it was a free kick is a free kick but then we're all a little bit biased because Brian's given a free kick we all say it's a free kick but it was he's having a word with the Taunton number two and uh, number two which just walks away jogs back to his place there's going to be looks like another substitution yeah another substitution now Taunton number 15 coming on at halfway the player has already left the field of play uh, just towards near the technical area he's coming to the technical area so that's a change so uh the players come off and again Damien controls the substitution as expected, one off, one on the one going on goes on at the halfway even if the player doesn't go off at the halfway because he may have gone off elsewhere on the field of play ok, players proceeding down on the right hand side, Just ball's going to be crossed into the area by the uh, 
Pritchard right winger. Can I use the word right winger? Ball goes out for a corner kick. Nice tidy flag from Jordan again. Very composed young man. Down there, right in the deepest corner from the furthest part of the ground away from me at the moment. Floodlights are now very bright. The uh, field of play, well lit. The, uh, the maroon and red. It is a little bit of a nuisance. You know, if, uh, if I want to be as fussy as what I can be, I would prefer that at least Chard didn't play in red with the home team playing in maroon. But... Uh, Okay, well, I think we'll I think we'll ask um, we'll, we'll ask Brian his thoughts on that after the game. Um, how how uh, close did he check uh, team sheets? Okay, good good flag, Jordan. Good flag. The ball was played across from the from the left side to the right side. The intention was to play it to the right winger, right out underneath Jordan's um, position there, and the uh, ball didn't go directly to him, but he had to go back and collect it some 15, 20 yards. Jordan raised the flag and gestured the player's movement, which helped explain uh, his decision, and it communicates to those watching what he's actually seen and what the player's done, and that's helpful. Okay, the ball is in the uh, hands of the charred goalkeeper, who's about to release it upfield, and he does, up into the dark sky. And uh, charge forward, going forward, got the ball on the left-hand side, gets, gets challenged, gets, uh, gets tackled. Yeah, OK. Not, not a fair challenge. And, uh, rolling ball player tried to stop the quick free kick these are situations as referees we've got to be quick to stop um, because they can escalate into a, a moment of untidiness and uh, just just becomes a, a little risk if we, if we don't um, keep the game as tidy as what it needs to be but like I say nothing nothing has gone uh, unnoticed by Brian tonight he's been very competent recognition awareness has been good and uh, just then, just for a moment, it was it was threatened where the ball was uh, placed in the wrong position for the free kick. It was moving, and there was also an opponent player, uh, opposing player, trying to stop the quick free kick. But uh, quickly, Brian intervened and said, "Hey, hey, I'll uh, I'll control this." Cleared up through the middle, headed, glancing header by the charge defender goes out to the left side ball comes back in young 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 winger's got the ball he's trying to cut into the side of the penalty gets gets tackled ball gets played upfield now uh, looks as though um, Taunton have taken the ascendancy here a little bit and uh, Chard are um, defending 2-1 now whether or not that's deliberately a tactic I don't know but uh, Chard are quite deep and uh, I wonder if Brian is able to recognise the uh, position of the defence and the midfielders. Um, Chard, one, two, three. Yeah, they're, they're certainly not advancing forward. They, they've got the ball deep in the Taunton half towards the penalty area, but there's still four players on the halfway line. And there's one player right in, right in front of the uh, defensive four who's um, protecting them as such. So uh, all those things that we see at the top end of football is, are being coached at this, um, at this under-18s level. And um, Chard certainly are not venturing too far forward at the moment with a 2-1 lead. A 2-1 lead is enough to secure a win, which will give them the title. 
of the uh, Somerset Youth Floodlit Under-18s League. Darren's beside me, he's shivering. <laughs> he's a soft lad. OK, we've got a corner on the left-hand side uh, to Taunton. Damien stood in front of the flag. Brian's over on the far side from where we are, on the edge of the penalty area. He's talking to the players. I'd like not just a bit of talking, but I'd like to see a little bit of visual, visual um, communication which tells the people watching that he's talking to the players. Not controlled, not controlled by the keeper. Handballed by a child player. Child players holding their hands on their heads. That's that's a, uh, that's a show of admission. Oh, bother! I think is the word I want. Didn't mean to do that, but a penalty has been conceded. So Brian, on the spot, very positive, strong whistle. Um, Damien taking up his position very quickly, straight yep. away. Yeah, Damien. Damien's well positioned on the goal line where the penalty area breaks the goal line. Well positioned, watching the goalkeeper movement. Um, we would have heard the, a position prescribed by Brian in his pre-match. Now Brian has got a penalty kick, gives the penalty kick. 2-2. Two -two. That's 2-2. Two -two. Well done. Let's see what happens. Goalkeeper's not happy. He's not happy. He's just he just belted the ball out towards... Um, he's just belted the ball out towards the technical area. I don't think it was meant to be malicious towards the technical area, but nonetheless, it's a, it's a, let's call it a show of petulance by the uh, goalkeeper. Ryan has a quiet word. He's now sorting the players out before we get the restart, getting them in the right place. Reds in their own half, Maroon in their own half. OK, well done. Here we go again. Let's see what happens now, because um, at 2-2, it, uh, it's a point for Chard, and it puts them five points in front of Western Supermare, who have two games to play. And if Western win both of those, that uh, will uh, enable them to win the championship. So let's see if the mood changes. Let's see if anything triggers now. Um, and there's an, I would expect an increase of tempo, a bit of urgency by Chard. Yeah, they've um, there's uh, just two defenders out here now. There's a it's a throw in deep in the bar, uh, in the Taunton half to Chard, and uh, a little bit of yeah setting it up. Ball's in play, goes to a player, plays it back to the thrower. Thrower goes to cross it into the goal area, gets cleared by a Taunton defence. There's a, there's a quick break on here at Taunton, get it right. Give him a little push by the number 12 on the charred defender. Conceded a free kick on halfway, right-hand side. Um, yeah. Tempo's a little bit quicker there. Quick free kick, not not taking too long, not not lining too much up. Now it looks as though um, Taunton have uh, decided we need to clear clear our lines as, as often as, and regularly as possible. Get it upfield, get it out the way, put the pressure back on Chard, but Chard backing off. Goalkeeper comes out, well taken. Goalkeeper, good, good uh, diving save, and the uh, Taunton forward jumps the goalkeeper as he goes goes to make his challenge. Yeah, plays picked up a little bit here now. Um, goes from left to right across the field of play. The uh, Chard number seven got the ball just outside the penalty area. Brian's well positioned towards the centre. Ball gets chipped across the back and headed in. Is a chance. Ooh! That was a chance deflected by a Taunton defender. Good defence. So uh, we could have a little uh, 
little battle of the Alamo coming up for the last, for the next 10 minutes if that's how long we got left but uh, it's, a, it's a corner kick now on the right hand side right footed in swinging near post doesn't beat the defender on the near post that's not not a very good delivery must be frustrating for players and managers when a, when a ball doesn't get knocked into the expected place but uh, match officials we were positioned as we were Didn't see what quite happened there. Darren, did you see what happened there? Well, yeah, uh, kind of. It looked like the tournament number eight, who's still down, was fouled. It didn't look uh, too tidy. Um, maybe maybe the pace in which he was running, he was going at uh, quite a pace, but Brian was pretty much right on top of it, so he'd have had a much better view where he was, obviously, from where I am. But um, perhaps perhaps he, the um, child player got the ball. Um, and so yeah, it was under challenge then. It, it was under challenge. Yeah, I, I, I'm not entirely sure whether it was a, a, a dirty challenge as such. Um, and like I say, Brian was right on top of it. So okay, looks as though we've got a, a slight injury to the Taunton number eight. Brian's asked the physio to come on. Brian allows it was physio. it was happening at pace. So there's yeah. every chance that you get when you get tangled up at pace. Then there's every chance of an injury happening, isn't yeah. there? Oh, he's got a, he's, Might have a blood injury on the head there. Brian allowing the treatment, steps away. Steps away and keeps all the players in view. Doesn't turn his back on any players. The only person that's not in view for Brian is the charred goalkeeper who's way back in his own goal. So, uh, again, doing what's expected, keeping things in view. And he's inviting the... Uh, or requesting, should I say, the Taunton number eight to go off. I don't mind which side you go off because you're in a central position, he says. There's a technique that I think um, Brian does well when he um, makes everybody aware that he's actually stopping the watch. So he yeah. keeps his hand on the watch yeah. so everybody can see, everybody around the ground As we can, can see, see him now, he's, yeah. he's gesturing, he's posturing yeah. there. He's uh, got his hand on his, on his wristwatch, um, demonstrating that he's got the clock stopped whilst the Taunton player goes off before, and uh, receives the acknowledgement come on. Got a bang on the head, uh, which is what uh, probably the player was moaning about. Doesn't know why he got the bang on the head. He probably thinks he was fouled, but uh, it's not always the case. There is contact between players, which is not a foul. It doesn't always have to be contact and call it foul contact. Okay, players breaking now. Talking on the attack for right wing inside inside right channel. Goes out, going out towards a goal kick and gets ushered out for a goal kick. Well played. Goal kick to Chard. Can't be long left now. This, uh, this result will uh, encourage Western Supermare to uh, perform. Of course, there's attack here. Attack here by Taunton. They could nick a goal here if, they, if, they're, if they're fortunate. Oh, well cleared. So... Uh, Chard just seem to have lost that little bit of edge that I was talking about. They're not as um, organised and um, composed as what they were previously. I think that penalty's shaken them up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Last seven yeah, minutes yeah, of the game. Yeah. And as you were saying earlier on, that yeah, I totally agree with you. They definitely look a Chard team. They do look like their players have had a bit more experience. Yeah. Probably slightly older. A, a, a year older, aren't they? Yeah. Would, in in majority so. of cases. I would have thought so. Yeah. 
Yeah. But uh, like I say, because of the, the way in which they play their football nowadays, you know, physically, it, you know, you don't have to be six foot eighteen um, to be to be a good player. Are, five foot, you know, it's, uh, it's the style of football as well. They are physically, uh, you know, they're built physically. Yeah. Bigger. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't think at times they have the same manoeuvrability as some of the Taunton Town lads. No, definitely. If you look in 12 months' time, you know, once they've started to come up through the ranks and a bit more experience, they're going to be even even more dynamic, yeah. aren't they? Mm. I mean, I, I'm looking at uh, the Taunton, 12 number, Taunton Town number 12 and number 15. Well, number 12 looks like he's yeah. still at school. Yeah, just, they, they, <laughs> he looks really little, young. They look a little bit, let's say, they, they use the terminology, they're a bit lightweight, yeah. but, yeah. you know, that's and not stopping them from enjoying the And he took a penalty. Yeah. Yeah, decent penalty. Here we go, is the boy here. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got some skills, this yeah, lad. He is, he's a ball player. Oh, well played. Quite easy players could have just tripped him up, Ooh, but he didn't. That was a peach, that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can't have long to go now in the game. Yeah. Wow. Well. I think we're probably in a bit of extra time, to be honest. We could be into additional time added on. <coughs> and, uh, oh, clearance by the Taunton goalkeeper, rebounded off the defender. Not quite cleared yet. Now gone out to the right side where the uh, child number seven is out on the edge of the penalty area. On the right side, trying to get around the fullback to get it into the penalty area. Put a bit of pressure on the Taunton defence, but not possible. And they concede a corner. There's another. I'm going to I'm going to summarise young Jordan on his first appearance by saying he's a very very tidy assistant referee. Looks the part. Looks the part indeed. Now uh, I'm sure uh, from the West Somerset point of view, where we're all based here, in Referees World podcast, we're uh, we're going to see a lot more of uh, young Jordan Lee. Uh, quite impressed. Hear a lot more about him. And, uh, he's he's certainly started at the right age, isn't it? That's one yeah. of my regrets, is yeah, yeah. not starting earlier. Yeah. Although I thought at 26, 27 when I started, that was perhaps... Uh, was, I was told at the time, you know, you know, you're still young enough, you're still young enough and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But... Brian's... Sorry, Darren. Brian's just gone in to have a chat with the players inside the goal area, pushing and shoving a little bit, so he's gone in here to tidy them up. Picked out the number five... And the number nine, and the right-footed outswinger coming in. I just seen the result: <laughs> Champions League, Bayern six, Porto one. Whatever happened to that three-one lead? <coughs> well, that's, don't upset Bayern. Hello, excuse the uh, <laughs> the offensive language there. It wasn't uh, wasn't very nice of someone expressing themselves there. Not exactly necessary. There we go. Players are getting a little bit, uh, a little bit tired now. Conceding free kicks. Brian's imposing a calm control. Just calls the two players across. Taunton number 15. I think it's the number, number six. Might be. I'm not sure. Uh, for Chard. Just having a quiet word or a public word with them. Just calming them down. Taking the sting out of the game. Taking his time. Not going to let the quick free kick, not quick restart when the when the mood is increasing uh, in the for the wrong reasons. Now it's a free kick on halfway. Child about to take it. Looks as though they're going to launch it right down the middle. Yep, straight down the middle. Brian's to the left of the middle, which is a good position to be. Ball gets cleared and back to the same person or the same player that uh, took the free kick. 
Taunton, Taunton have got a little bit of spring about their step all of a sudden. But uh, here we go, is Chard again in possession. Not, not quite getting the, the run of the ball. It's a free kick. Yeah, free kick conceded by Chard number 11. What have I done? His arms are up wide. What have I done? You've just conceded a free kick, young man. Missed time challenge. Yeah. David, David Steele and Michael Morgan are gesturing Tom Daly, but I'm you know, not totally in agreement with that, but it was a foul. Tom Daly, not Arthur Daly. <laughs> Free kick played by the Taunton right, right back down the line. Right, back, right down into the corner. Here we are. It's a corner. Damien, nice, nice tidy signal, Damien. Damien looking around, though. He's looking at me. He's going to get a fine at the next meeting. <laughs> OK, we're in, yeah, we're in the last couple of minutes now with... Uh, this game, Brian's encouraging them to get a move on. Can't take the corner kick for them, but he's encouraging them not to take too long. Chard certainly won't want to lose it, but they certainly need to win it to make sure they win the championship. This, this point that looks like they're going to get is... Um, there you go, you can hear the voice of Brian. Come on, let's get on, let's get moving, please. He's, he's, there you go, that's Brian. And Taunton. Taunton. Yeah, Taunton are certainly having slow restarts. This is a tactical. This is going to wind up the opposition. Tactical slow restarts wind up the opposition. Someone's going to come in with a rough challenge. Ball goes in. Gets played out by the defender. There's a foul going to happen in a minute. Here we go. Here we go. Quick restart. Child want the ball in play from a throw-in, which they've won, which was contested. There it goes down the line. Yeah. Sharp, sharp signal technique by Damien. Well done, Damien. And uh, another throw-in as well conceded. Sharp decision making. Brian supports. <laughs> no, good up. No. Might have been contact, but it wasn't foul contact. That's a draw. That's 2 2. So, uh, all to play for in the Somerset Youth Under 18s League, yeah. Somerset Floodlit Cup, uh, Floodlit League. So, uh, okay, this is Richard Melling and Darren Cullen at Referees World. That's the. Uh, Final whistle here. Taunton Town under 18s versus Chartown under 18s. From grassroots to the World Cup. This is the Referees World Podcast with Darren Cullum and Richard Mellon.